At this time, we're going to get ready to decree and declare. And I want to say good morning to our covenant partners in this house at 411 South Broad Street. And I want to say good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners. Amen. So if you don't mind, stand up one more time, and then I promise you, you'll be able to be seated. Amen. Amen. We're still in 2023. Amen. So we're going to do our declaration this morning. 2023, the year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ, his redemption and salvation completed, the power of darkness and the devil defeated, the Lord Jesus Christ, power to supply all my needs. Established in 2023, in 2023, in 2023, is completed, defeated, and established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. As we get ready to go into the word of the Lord this morning, and if you're keeping a journal and then for our SoundCloud label, we're going to be talking about remembering the words of Jesus Christ. We're going to be talking about remembering the words of Jesus Christ. And if you would, please go with me for a foundational scripture. We're going to go to Luke 24. Luke 24. And when you get it, if you have your Bibles, iPad, and phones with the Bible on it, Luke 24, thank you, amen. And we're going to start reading at verse 1, amen? And it reads, now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember. Somebody say, remember. Remember. Thank you. He says, remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And verse 8 says, and they remembered his words. Look at your neighbor and say, remember his words. So what we see here in Luke 24 verses 1 through 8 is that the Lord Throughout the New Testament, he is constantly reminding and reminding the disciples, just as we are being reminded this morning, of his path to the cross. 
Notice what he says. He says, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. And then he's going to be crucified. But somebody say, but on the third day, he going to rise again. Somebody say, remember, go to Luke chapter nine. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your word. We need to remember. We need to remember. Go to Luke chapter 9. Would you please go to verse 22? And it reads, saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain, oh, and be raised the third day. Would you look at verse 43? And they were all amazed at the mighty power of God. But while they worshipped everyone, at, but, at, but while they wondered everyone at all things which Jesus did, he said unto his disciples. Now I want you to pay close attention to verse 43. It says they were all amazed, listen at this now, at the mighty power of God. So you know what was happening. People were being healed. People were being set free. Demons were being cast out. But right in the midst of that, verse 44, the Lord begins to say, let these sayings, mm, 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 mm. let these sayings seek down into your ears. He says, in the midst of a mighty move, in the midst of mighty blessings, in the midst of mighty speaking of the Lord. He said, but let my sayings seek down into your ears. Is that in your Bible? Amen. He says, for the son of man shall be delivered into the hands of men. But they understood not this saying, and it was hid from them. And they perceived it not, and they feared to ask him of that saying. Isn't that amazing? Jesus was standing right there. He told them to let you, you're in the midst of a mighty move. He says, but don't forget to let my sayings seek down into your ears. And they didn't understand what he was telling them concerning his death, burial, and resurrection. But Jesus was standing right there, and they were even afraid to ask him, What do you mean? My God. Jesus is right there, and you don't want to ask him to help your understanding? Somebody say, Lord, help me. So we see the Savior, he unveiled his future to his disciples. He says he must suffer, must be rejected by the religious leaders of Israel, must be killed, and must be raised the third day. But listen at this. Look, look at where the minds of the disciples were. And sometimes we can come to the church service and mighty things are going on and we have to con con contain ourselves to remember, I enjoy the mighty moves of God, but I must remember, I must remember to let his sayings seep down into my ears. And if I don't understand, Lord, give me understanding. I need an understanding, Lord, because if I get your word and I don't understand it and there's a mighty move of God and there's a mighty saying from God and yet I don't understand it. No, Lord, help my understanding. 
But this is where their minds were, as sometimes our minds are. The disciples might think Jesus would continue to perform miracles until at last the whole nation would acclaim him as a king. So they were excited about the miracles and the mighty move of God because they thought that's the way God was going to bring them in. Sometimes that's how we feel. Lord, to me, a mighty move would get them in. But the Lord said, no, 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 no. That's just a part of it. Look at your neighbor and say, that's just a part of it. Say, so the, the word is the most important part of the service. It is the most important part of our lives. But the Lord again reminded them that the Son of Man, that the Son of Man must be portrayed into the hands of men to be killed. But they, they understood not this saying, and it was hid from them that they perceived it not, and they feared to ask him of that saying. Why did they not understand his prediction? Here it is. Because they went back into thinking of the Messiah as a hero. I'm looking for a hero. I just want to be delivered. I just want to be set free. I just want the blessing. I just want the bread and the fish and the two loaves of bread. They didn't want the words of Christ. They, they followed him everywhere he went. And Jesus even began to say, they just following me for what's in my hand. They, they don't want my words. And today God is saying to us, don't be a body of Christians. Don't be a body of believers that's just up in here and following the Lord for what he can give us. His death, listen at this, his death would mean defeat for the cause. Because, see, they was looking for a hero. They was looking for somebody to defeat all their enemies. Uh-oh. See, if all my enemies, Lord, are not defeated, and if I go through something, then doesn't that say you're not Lord of Lord and King of Kings? Does that not say where's your mighty power? Come on, church. We got to get real. We got to get real. Because as we travel this path, everything is not going to be ice cream, cake. Come on. We got to hold fast to the word of God. If anything, I run here on Sunday morning with my Bible, with my pen, with my pad, so I can get the word. And then take it back home and let God take me back over it and over it and over it and over it so I can what? Digest it. Hear me when I tell you the word is power all by itself. The word of God is powerful all by itself. You can read the word. You can declare the information that's on the pages into your atmosphere, and it will work. It will bring about a change in your atmosphere. But you and I must take the time to sit down and get calm and speak the word of God. Somebody say, speak the word. His death would mean defeat for the cause, according to their thinking, according to their thinking. Somebody say, remove your thinking. Remove your 
their own hopes were so strong that they were unable to entertain any contrary view. You ever met somebody like that? You're trying to tell them what the Lord say, but they so stuck on what they believe, you can't move them off of it. You're trying to minister to them. You're trying to talk to them. I mean, you can tell them play in plain English. This is what the Lord wants from you. And they still come right back around and say what's in their mind and in their heart. And a lot of times what God wants us to do is so simple. Huh? So simple. So this was a problem. This was a problem. These were their hopes. These were their dreams. But Jesus had a mission. Somebody say, they said, Jesus Jesus has a mission mission. even in our own time. time. When are we going to let it go? Let me say this. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. When are we going to lay it at the feet of Jesus for real and get on with the mission and get on with the vision. When are we going to do it? Oh, my God. But their hopes were so strong that they, they were unable to entertain anything else. They wouldn't allow anything else to disturb their hope. Oh, Lord, I want you to heal my body. God said, stop being so mean. Stop being so controlling. What's what's causing you to even become more sicker is you still operating out of that mean, out of a mean spirit, a controlling spirit. It's keeping you upset. Oh my God! Something so simple. Lord, when you gonna bless me? When you gonna give me this? When you gonna give me that? And the Lord said, "Get that hatred out your heart towards your neighbors." Something so simple. Lord, when you going to deliver me? Lord, I'm praying for everybody else. But when you going to do something for me? And the Lord is looking at you saying, when you going to do something for me? Get your life right. It was not God who hid the truth from them. Hmm. But their own determined, listen at these words. These are some strong words. It wasn't God who hid the truth from them, but their own determined refusal to believe. Gus, I'm not hiding anything from you. I'm not keeping the blessing from you. My hand is not hid from you. He says, but your refusal to believe me. To believe what? I I need you to come up higher. I need you to get that hatred out your heart. I need you to see See truth for what truth really is. Mm. Jesus, have mercy. Have mercy. This strong this morning. But I guess if you want your healing, you do like I did and digest it. I guess if you want your healing, you'll digest God's words. And you'll remove your strong hope in the wrong direction and your strong determination in the wrong direction. They were even afraid to ask for understanding. Watch this. This is why. As if they were afraid to have their fears confirmed. 
I'm not going to ask you what that means, because that just means that, uh, that then I make you look like you know more than me. Are you crazy? I'm, I'm not going to ask you what that means. I'm not going to stoop myself down to come down and ask you anything. Why? Why? And do you know a lot of people go to work like that? They sit up on that job and they refuse to ask for help. Come on, come on. They want to walk. I hear your Holy Ghost. They want to walk around and showboat like I know it all. Come on, mama, shy. Yeah, yeah, I see. Ooh, somebody say, humble yourself. Go to John chapter 2. Oh, it's going to get good. You, you just, I tell you what, if, you all, if you're not all right, take a little nap. And we'll let you know when service is over. Don't want to ask nobody for help. Don't want to say, you know what, I really don't understand this. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 2. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. All right. And we're going to go to verse 18, please. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple. And in three days, I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, 40 and six years was this temple in building. And wilt thou rid up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. You see how we can miss here? Come on now. I know you sitting up in here and I, I know you saying today, Pastor, you, 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 you not really preaching to me. I must have came on the wrong Sunday today. But we can be right in the midst of the word of God and hear what we want to hear. And won't allow the Lord to help us understand. Because we got strong wills and strong hopes and we just determine it's what I say. No, it's what the words say. Shine for me, Anna, shine for me. So he was telling them, destroy the temple, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews thought he was talking about a natural building, but Jesus was talking about his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture. Woo! They believed the scripture. The Bible says they had heard Jesus talking about it, so it came back around. When they heard him say, destroy this temple, and in three days I'll raise it back up, all of a sudden the word quickened in them and opened their understanding. See, if we don't get understanding, the devil going to keep fooling us. And here's the real deal. A lot of people think if the devil fool you, you won't make it into heaven. You'll make it in. You just don't get no victories here. And that's sad. You know why? Because God wants us to have victories here. 
He wants us to be victorious here. He wants us to understand his word here. You know, my child, it's time. This is the time. This is the time. When, therefore, he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said unto them, said this unto them, and they believed the scriptures and the word which Jesus had said. Is that in your Bible? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go to Luke 11. You better write these scriptures down because you might have to go back and chew on these. Luke 11, the Bible says, in all your getting, get a what? An understanding. The Bible says, if you lack wisdom, go to God who give it all. Give it to all wisdom liberally. It said, go to God. So that means the messages that we get in here, we're supposed to take them back Go back over them, and if we didn't understand it, or we want to know correct, Lord, help me understand. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Luke 11, and would you please go to verse 29. Luke 11, verse 29. Are you you with me this morning? Do you understand what God is saying about remembering the words of Jesus Christ? Are we getting it that God is saying, I need you to get an understanding because the devil is really running circles around you if you don't get an understanding? Are we getting it that we got to take our will down and submit to the will of God? Because if we don't, we're going to continue in that pattern until we leave here. Now, you'll make it in, but you won't get no victories here. And that's sad because you got to live here and I got to live here. So I need victories here. You See, that's the problem. I'm waiting for the pearly gates to open. I'm waiting for the streets of gold. I, I won't need it then. I need victory now. I need success now. I need joy now. Glory to God. When I look around at all the unrest in the world today, racist, economic, Come on here. When you see all these things going on, sexual disorders, people don't even know if they're a boy or girl, a man or woman. Come on. But the word can set it straight. But they don't want the word. They want their own will. I felt some of you last Sunday, I started to come in here with all the scriptures that said, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. But the Lord said, no, don't go that way. It's okay. I felt you. What she mean I can't hang out with sinners? What she mean I can't run with the sinners? Are you ministering to them? And if you are, five years that went by, have they changed? See, five or ten years that went by, it's time now for me just to put you on the altar. Now I need to be standing in the gap for you. I need to be praying for you and tearing down strongholds in your life. I felt you when I got home. I had to loose you. Get off of me in the name of Jesus. Talking about my family. Let me tell you something, baby. The Bible does not discriminate. 
Hello? The Bible does not say just because it's your daughter, your son, your mama, your daddy, your wife. Hello? That's not what it says. When they went to Jesus on that day and Jesus was ministering in the town and they came to him and they say, Jesus, your mother and your brother are waiting for you outside. They wish to see you. Jesus was in a meeting. He was teaching and Jesus stood still and he said, he looked at him. He said, who is my mother, my brother and my sister except those that do the will of God? I love you, I will feed you, I will pray for you. But I got to keep going because I got to keep growing. And I got to keep growing so I can keep moving forward. I will not miss the blow of the trumpet. I know you don't believe that. I know you don't believe that a trumpet going to blow. But the Bible says in that day, the trump, the last trump going to blow. And the dead in Christ going to get up first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him in the air. Ah. to say this is Jesus he said this is an evil generation they seek a sign and there shall no sign be given it but the sign of Jonah the prophet for as Jonah was a sign unto the Ninevites so shall also the son of man be to this generation look at your neighbor said we're not getting no more signs he gave us the last great sign Thank you, Father. Oh, I came to preach. I don't, I, as the old saints used to say, I don't know what you came to do. But I came to clap my hands. I came to do my dance. I came to hear the word of God. Yeah, bye, 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 shy. Yeah, They were tempting Jesus, asking him for a sign from heaven. He ascribes them as being an evil generation. Now, he was speaking primarily concerning the Jewish generation, which was living at that time. These people, like, listen at this. These people had been privileged with the presence of the Son of God. 
they had heard his words and they had witnessed his miracles, but they were not satisfied. We come to church every Sunday. I wonder what, what the God going to do today. I wonder if a miracle going to take place. I wonder if we're going to see signs and wonders today. I tell you what's going to happen today. The word going forth. The word going forth. And we better remember the sayings of Jesus. We better let it sink deep into our ears. Because we living in the last days. And you don't know when the trumpet going to blow for you or me. Are we ready? They weren't satisfied with this. They were not satisfied. They now pretended that if they could only see a mighty supernatural work in the heavens, they would believe on Jesus Christ. Some people come to church like that. Some people you minister to are like that. Unless I see him do something mighty, I won't, I can't believe it. And then, but the sad part about it is they'll see something mighty over and over and over and over, God will perform miracles. And it still don't change us. Uh-huh. That's how the children of Israel were. They were in the wilderness 40 years, and God did profound miracles. But they had no change in their life. They just wanted him to keep giving them the bread, uh, the manna, and the fish, the meat from the heavens. And even that was a miracle. But the Bible says the day that they entered Canaan, I like this. The day that they entered Canaan, the bread, the manna, and the meat stopped. Why? Because God said no more miracles. Now you finna work it. By now, you ought to believe. Keep them both on, baby. I'm on, I'm on. Hey. 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 Uh-uh. He said it's time to work it now. That's what the message is all about. He said, wait a minute. Yeah, there are signs and wonders and miracles, but when are we going to believe? When are we going to work the word? When are we going to quote the scriptures? I called somebody the other day. I was just led by the Holy Ghost to check on them. And they got to talking. And, they saw, and, they, and so they started talking. And so I'm just asking them about this declaration and this. And all of a sudden they tell me, they said, well, I'm reading this. I wanted to drop the phone. I said, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> the word works. If we work it. If you would just take those declarations and be consistent with them. Clean up your heart. Clean up our hearts. Get out the hatred. Get out the meanness. Get out the control. Get the little foxes out. That's sin. Lay aside every weight. The word works. I said the word works. I said the word works. The word works. It works. But we got to use it. And then we got to get in a place so we can use it. Jesus said, if you come to the altar, 
If you come in my presence, that's what God is saying. He says, if you come to the altar and you remember that you have an altar against your brother, he said, go back to your brother, get it straight, and then come back to the altar. Come back to my presence. Don't try to bombard your way past my presence, said the Lord, in the presence of the holies of holy, and you got these outs against each other, and you hate one another, and you're talking about one another, and you won't obey God. You are not Frank Sinatra. I won't, I won't, I won't. Oh, God, don't you see me down here? Oh, Lord, can't you hear me screaming? I need this and I need that. <laughs> and then God bless you you want to take his blessings and get out on the dance floor you want to take his miracles and hang out so you can be the top dog or the top cat I don't know I don't know it don't work like that. He said in Hosea, I read it. He said, they took my wine, my corn, uh -huh. they took my silver and my gold, and they went to their lovers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going. You ain't got to worry about me. They took my blessings. He said, and they took them to, and, and, and hung out with their lovers, with their sinners. He says, but what they didn't know was I gave them, Anna, the wine, the corn, the gold, the silver. He said, but this is what I'm going to do to them because <laughs> I still love them. I'm going to hedge them up in the wilderness. Sometimes God will put you in places to hedge you off. So you can't do nothing but call on him. But now if you don't want to call on him, it's all right. Because after a while, he know your heart anyway. Because the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. He says, but now after a long period of time, and I see your heart, and you don't want me, God said, I'll gladly let you go back. But you're going without my blit. Woo! Woo! Read Hosea. You're going to go without my blessing, said God. Because, see, they took God's blessings and attributed it to their lovers, which was sin, sin. And God said they didn't even know. I gave them the wine, the corn, the silver, and the gold. Yeah, bye-bye, Sha. Oh, yes, sir, I hear you, Lord. He called, no, 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 my Sha. Come on up, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, no, 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 bullshit. Here they all shine. It's in the shining, Anna. I need you to shine for me. Yeah, I need you to shine. I need you to shine. He says, I'm not going to give you a sign. He says, but the sign of Jonah the prophet. He says, Jonah was a signer to the Ninevites. So shall also the son of man be to this generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus said they were an evil generation because they wanted a sign. And there he was right there with them performing miracles, signs, and wonders. They heard his word. 
They witness his miracles just like we do today. Just like we do today. But each time we want something bigger and greater and grander. Bigger and greater and grander. And God said, wait a minute, when you going to just believe me? The Lord's answer was that no further sign would be given to them except the sign of Jonah the prophet. He was referring to his own resurrection from the dead. Just as Jonah was delivered from the sea after being in the whale's belly for three days and three nights. So the Lord Jesus would rise from the dead after being in the grave for three days and three nights. In other words, the last and conclusive miracle in the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus would be his resurrection. Jonah stayed in that stinking, nasty whale's belly three days and three nights. Three days, three nights. And Jonah had to repent and mean it. Because God had told Jonah to do something. And Jonah disobeyed God. Rather than, rather than him obey God, he ran from God. And we come to church every Sunday running from God. We come to church every Sunday and we're running from the will of God. From the will of God. I don't have to do that. I don't have to listen to you. Okay. And that's why you're in that stinking place where you are because the moment Jonah truly oh you listening truly repented truly repented the Bible said the whale got sick God stirred up a sickness in the whale's belly and he vomited Jonah out because when true repentance hit God nothing can hold you y'all ain't hurt poverty can't hold you Sickness can't hold you. The devil can't hold you. Hello, lies can't hold you. He calling me. He calling me. I'm not thinking about these naysayers who say, oh, you don't have to repent. Oh, you don't have to ask the Lord to forgive you. He already knows. That's not what the word says. The word says repent. Repent. Change your thinking. And when you change your thinking, turn around and leave that way. Don't go back to that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. You see, Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites when he went to preach to this Gentile metropolis. He went as one who figuratively at least had risen from the dead. That, that's the way they saw it. 
Jonah was dead, but yet here he comes. And so the Lord says, "Uh uh-huh, you want a sign? Jesus said, I'm going to give you a sign. The sign will be just like Jonah. I'm going to spend three nights, hey, yes, Lord, in the grave, in the grave. Is your Savior risen? Is your Savior risen? You know how come we know? You know how come we know he risen? Because he lives in us. He's living in us. His powerful life is in us. The Bible says he has given us of his spirit. And that's how we know that he's in us. He's given us of his Holy Ghost. He's given us of his gene, his nature. Well, what's the nature of God? Righteousness. Mm. But it's okay. It's okay. Somebody say it's okay. Say enough is enough. Say it's okay. I'll tell you a secret. I'll tell you a secret. Even if Jonah had not repented deeply from his heart, he still would have came out the belly of the whale. And God would have chosen another. Somebody say, there is another. (laughs) That's that, you know, that's, you know, I don't know if any of you ever watched the Jedi's. But, but that's, that's what Skywalker was told by Yoda. It's okay if you don't want to pass the test. Skywalker. We're going through all this training out here in the wilderness. Notice he was in a wilderness. He all, God always chooses a wilderness place where he takes you away from everybody. Oh, I can't be by myself. Oh, but that's where God wants you. Oh, I'm preaching real good. He told him, Yoda told him, he said, Skywalker? He didn't even call him Luke. He called him by, you know, when they call you by your last name, it's some own. He said, Skywalker, there is another. Don't ever think you so privileged and you so needed. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Shine for me. Oh, Lord, help us. We need help today. We need help today. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. But we're talking about remembering the words of Jesus Christ. You see, the words of Christ must be understood with the guidance and revelation of the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me today? 
I've shared this once before. Don't ever read the word of God. Don't ever read the word of God. Don't ever read the word of God without asking for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Go to Matthew 16. Look at your neighbor and say, there's another. As a matter of fact, they're in training right now. Said so right now they're going through. Said so right now they're in the press. Said so right now they're in the wilderness. Said so right now they don't have no friends. Said so right now they can't go where they want to go. Said so right now they're in the hand of God. Said so right now God making them. There's another. There's another. Yeah. 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 Tell your neighbor, say, and they don't like it, but they know God is God. Say, so they don't like the loneliness. Say, so they want some friends. Say, so they want to go somewhere. They want to do some things. They're not illegal things, but God say, no. There is another. (laughs) Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Matthew 16. Verse 13. And it reads, and when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but who say ye that I am? And that's what God is asking the church this morning. Who do you say I am? Do you even know me? Or if your, is your will so strong, your hope, your dream, your uh, recognition of what it's supposed to say? Standing in my way. Uh-huh. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood, flesh and And blood, flesh, and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Somebody say the revelation must come from the Holy Spirit who is God. That's where it's got to come from. And guess what we got to do? We got to go seek him. We want everything microwaved. It doesn't come that way. It doesn't come that way. You're going to put some time in with the Lord. I, I, have, I have a revelation to share, and now I'm fixing to go home. 